This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Saturday, 3 February, the year of our Lord, 2024, one year from the, uh, from the tragedy that uh, helped destroy a, uh, one of the American communities, uh, the backbone of this nation, East Palestine, Ohio. We have one of the residents there, Lonnie. Lonnie, um, c- continue on for a second. Tell, tell me about the, the response as you've reached out, not for a freebie, but just for information and for assistance and for Norfolk Southern and the government to be straightforward with you. We're supposed to go to Norfolk Southern and beg them for help. They're the ones that created this disaster. I refuse to set foot in their assistance center that they set up here in East Palestine. I don't want to speak to them. I don't want to speak to the people that created this and that could have prevented this disaster. I I just refuse to. I shouldn't be forced to go and beg them for help. I feel like I'm being told to go to my captor, my abuser, the person that destroyed my life. I'm supposed to go to them. I I refuse to. I know, I know that this could have been prevented that night. And they've taken so much from my family and my friends and our community. It's, It's just completely devastating to be told that you have to go to them. And then I have, I have a dear friend here. She's being told that they're going to end her relocation funding. She's been living in a hotel for the last year with her family, trying to keep her family safe away from the, this chemicals and the toxins. And Norfolk Southern is telling her they're going to stop her relocation funding. She needs help. <laughs> these families don't want to return to these homes that the EPA is refusing to test. They know what they're going to find there. They're going to find toxins and dioxins, deadly chemicals, hazardous, deadly carcinogenic chemicals. They, they're refusing to test our homes. So that tells us right there, they're contaminated. We shouldn't be forced to return to these homes. We need help. And we shouldn't have to go beg Norfolk Southern for that help. Lonnie, one question. Joe Biden's coming today and he's going to take a victory lap. He's going to say the EPA says everything's clear. There's nothing wrong. Uh, there's, no. The chemicals are pre-levels of the pre-levels, and he's going to sit there and go. I'm, I'm Joe Biden, and I solved all the problems. Your response, ma'am? No. My response to that is it's not all clear. They're saying it's all clear because they refuse to come into our homes to test. They openly admitted last year when they did come into our homes to test, they used the wrong equipment. Now they won't come back into our homes. Use the right equipment then. Get back in here and do it the right way. Why are we paying them our tax money? 
Why are we funding them if they won't help American citizens and these families and these children stay safe? Why are what's their purpose then? Their purpose is should should be here to protect us, not that freaking corporation, that multi-billion dollar corporation that's destroyed lives. They've destroyed my life. I'm going to carry this for the rest of my life. I've been diagnosed with PTSD. I'm in counseling over what I witnessed that weekend, the sounds, the flames, the explosions that I heard that weekend. (laughs) I'm going to carry that with me for the rest of my life. There's so many stories I could tell you that I've been personally told from families and friends and community members here, and they are terrified to speak out because of the backlash. I understand that now because I feel like that's the reason why I can't sell my home. I can't sell my home. (laughs) You know, we're stuck. We're stuck in this horrible situation. I thought I was doing the right thing by speaking out to try to help my family. I thought I was doing the right thing. My dad was a Vietnam veteran, and he always told me to stand for something. And this is what I'm taking my stand on. I hate them for what they've done to me and my family. They've destroyed us. And I don't want this to happen to anyone else's community. I do not want this to happen to any other innocent lives. something needs done something needs done and if president biden wants to do anything then he can come in here he has the power there's part of circla and superfund act he can come in here and help remove these residents from this threat of these chemicals he can immediately come in and override the epa he can step in and do that and i'm asking president biden to do that and get these families and these children away from these chemical exposures. If he wants to step up and do the right thing, then he needs to do that for us. Do you be uh, one of the one of the uh, people we had on earlier in the show said it's not that you've been forgotten, it's not even that you've been abandoned, but that you actually are being punished. That the citizens of East Palestine are being punished for we, essentially being American citizens. Do you believe that? Yes, I do. And my community is so completely divided right now. You're, you are, (laughs) you get, you receive backlash. You receive, everything's fine here. Everything's fine. We are not fine. One end of town, they haven't experienced it the way that I did on this side of town. My home is roughly 1,200 feet from where those fires were burning, where they did that controlled detonation, uncontrolled burn, as Senator Mastriano put it. That was not controlled. It was uncontrolled, and it was uncalled for. We know damn well that they did that to open those rail lines as fast as possible. We know that's what, that's what took place. Oxyvinyls testified at the NTSB hearing saying that— They didn't have to do that. Three times they tried to tell Norfolk Southern they did not have to blow those tankers. And I watched that unfold. I watched that unfold from a parking lot 20 miles from here, thinking that it 
my home was going to be leveled, that I was never going to see this house ever again. This, I thought it was going to be like 9-11. When I returned to my home, I thought my home was going to be gone or covered in horrible black ash. Watching that unfold on TV, it's just, I don't want this to happen to anyone else's home. I don't want this to happen to anyone else's communities. It should never happen with everything. They have so much money. They can prevent this from happening. They can prevent this from happening. And they chose not to. They chose money over people's lives. And now we have to worry about our health for the rest of our life, too. If the next ache or pain is going to be cancer, my dear friends, you know. I know so many people that are experiencing health problems and this should not happen to us. This was not our plan for our life. Uh, ben, uh, one of, are we gonna are you gonna get a chance to visit with her and to, and to talk about the house? I just want to make sure people understand this. Your real estate agent has told you in her entire career, She's never seen a situation where you've not had one person that's wanted to see the house in 100 days? That's what she told us this week. She said in her entire career, she has never had a listing. And she's at a loss. She doesn't know what to do to help us. And we've lowered the price twice already. And we need this house to sell to help fund the 30-year the mortgage that we took out on, on this new house that we bought. And the house isn't even new. The house that we took a mortgage out on is was built in 1956. It needs a new roof. It needs so much work it has holes in the wall it had a hole in the floor that I almost fell through but we we took that house because it, it was further away from the rail line it was roughly I live 200 feet from the rail line and this house that we took the mortgage on is three miles away from a rail line I don't want anywhere near the train anymore I just can't be here near the trains and our realtor, she's been so kind to us. And she said, no one wants to see our house. <laughs> and that kills me because this was my forever house. This was supposed to be my forever home and no one wants it. <laughs> hey, Ben, uh, we'll, come back in a, uh, we'll come back in a few minutes, okay? <laughs> ben Burkwam at uh, in um, East Palestine. Remember that today when uh, Joe Biden's taking his victory lap, right? What did the folks in East Palestine do? What were their crimes? The crimes is that they're American citizens. Let that burn into your soul right now. You're going to see the same thing over the weekend when this uh, amnesty package is released. Where are the priorities in this country? Are they on the citizens? She's absolutely correct there. As we said from the beginning, the, the, the control burn was not necessary. It was unnecessary. And people have lied about it. The EPA lied about it. The local commanders lied about it. The uh, Norfolk Southern lied about it. She's 100% correct. What did they want to do? They wanted to get the train back up, the, the, the line back up and running as quickly as possible. And we don't have a problem with that. We don't have a problem with when an accident happens or a derailment happens. The company comes together and they figure out 
How do we get this moving again? How do we get freight moving again? How do we get passengers moving again? Of course, that's the purpose of business, but you don't do it. You don't do it and put an entire community in jeopardy, and not just this community. Remember, the plume of that blew over, uh, blew over the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, continued to blow over the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. There's been nothing but lies and misrepresentations to the folks in East Palestine from the very beginning, and now it's split the community. And why is it split the community? Because the logic is, hey, if we make too big a deal about this, we're never going to be able to sell any of our homes. We're never going to have any businesses come in here. So we have, to, we have to keep quiet. We have to shut up. They're terrified. And some citizens you see right there, it's broken them. What, what was her crime? Here was her crime. Having a for, her forever home, the little home she had right there with her husband, with the guy who proposed to her, they had, the, they had their son have his hands like many people do in the cement to kind of uh, memorialize, you know, memorialize childhood. And she lived near a, a train track, as many people in the country, as many of my relatives have. That was her crime. And that's how she treated. Remember, this is from Prescott last night. Because the African-American soldiers, the young black soldiers, killed over early in the week. They weren't protecting the border of their country. They were protecting the border of Jordan and Syria. The king of Jordan, one of the richest guys in the world. That's where they died. Why? They treat you like trash. Because in their minds, you are trash. You're just impediments getting in the way. And that's what East Palestine shows. East Palestine shows. Even the folks there are saying, well, it's not as bad as it looks. Part of the reason they're saying that is the logic that if we really tell the truth, the Biden regime, the globalists are not going to listen anyway. The globalist corporations are not going to listen anyway. The media is not out there. If this was Love Canal, right, they'd be all over. You see the media jumping on PBS, NPR, all of them jump all, all over every item they can in corporate America except for this one. Why, why is there a lockdown on, on media on this? Because they're afraid it goes against the regime's narrative. And what is that narrative? That narrative breaks down basically to populist nationalism versus globalization. In its very simplest form. And Joe Biden is one of the biggest globalists throughout his entire career. We don't want to politicize the agony that you just saw. But the reality is that's how you're going to have to make change. Because until you get up in their face, until you get up in their grill, they're not going to change. All they're going to do is continue to treat you like trash and garbage. Remember that. They think you're trash. They think you're garbage. Don't take my word for it. See what you see. Just look around your country. See what they're doing to your country. See what they're doing to the community. See what they're doing to your family. And see what they're doing to you. Short commercial break. Dr. Larry Swiker on the other side. We're going to talk about the Patriots' history of globalization, its rise and fall. Next in the war room. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, 
donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. Okay, really honored to be doing this. One of the guys I think so uh, highly of, and I would have to say one of my mentors in understanding the process of history. That's Dr. Larry Swikert, the co-author and just incredible of the... Uh, of the Patriots history of the United States now with a new book. And this book is coming out from, uh, with, uh, war room press. So we're really excited given the other big hits that we've had. Larry, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, can we get the, look at that cover of that book. In fact, can we do split screen? You don't need to talk to me. Let Larry, Larry, I'm gonna have you talk about, I got to put the cover. I'm so proud of that cover. <laughs> talk to me. What's the, what's your newest version of the page of the Patriots history about, and what does that cover tell us about the book? It tells us that we are in, in an age of chaos, which is by design. Uh, all of this stuff that's going on is by design. You know, people say uh, Biden is incompetent or failing. He's one of the most successful presidents we've ever had because he's doing everything he wants to do to destroy the United States of America. But as I say in the book, the book's part uh, history and part hope. And I think there's great hope that these people are on their heels, if not in retreat, and uh, basically, I take uh, take you through a tour of how we got here from the Congress of Vienna to the Treaty of Versailles to the UN and uh, scientific globalism trying to control the atomic bomb to financial globalism with Bretton Woods through medical globalism with the WHO uh, up through uh, climate change and climate globalism to where we are now. And I think now we're on offense and for the first time in many years, they're on defense. I, I want to make sure this is the the Patriots' history of globalism, its rise and fall. Is it too much into a process that you actually talk about you as a historian? How do you be able to put something in a historical perspective that you take the long arc of it, but we still haven't finished that process? How, how does that work? Yeah, great question. First of all, you have to look for parallels in history. Have we seen this before? Well, we saw it with the Congress of Vienna, which was one of Henry Kissinger's uh, favorite topics. He wrote, I think, his dissertation on it, which he said was this great peace treaty that was going to end all war. for, And, and they had two wars in the next 50 or 60 years, uh, all the way up to the, the uh, Treaty of Versailles, where Woodrow Wilson and the gang literally redrew maps and moved millions of people around without their consent or even uh, uh, talking to them, uh, all the way up to the present. So you can look back through history and say, we've seen this before. Uh, we, we've watched this program. We, we know how this ends. Uh, this time, it's, it's taking a slightly different turn in that for the first time, the people themselves appear to be uh, taking a lot of direct action, whether it's voting whether it's refusing to take another vaccine, uh, whatever it is, we're, we're starting to see, I think, more pushback than ever before. And you see this in France today with the, uh, in Brussels with the massive uh, farmer protests that have literally forced the EU to change some of its policies. 
You know, we're doing, uh, Larry, and I wanted to have you on to launch the book. Larry's going to be with us. We're going to do a big thing at CPAC. We've also got Captain Fennell uh, and Dr. Bradley Thayer about their new book about China. We've got all our authors coming to do a huge kind of author's uh, day at, at CPAC. We'll do the official push and the launch. This is kind of our preamble. I want to do it on East Palestine because I make the point today in this that um, Biden may go out there, but it's irrelevant. Trump really got to pivot to his uh, re-election, his, his second term and third victory uh, by going to East Palestine. But East Palestine tells you, Larry, the pattern recognition you saw years ago about what the globalist, what globalization's done and globalism's done to the working class in this country. And quite frankly, still how the globalists think that the American working person is just nothing but trash that's got to be dealt with. Your thoughts? You, oh, it's, it's astounding. There's a story out today that all I repeat, all of the new job growth in the last four years has gone to foreign-born workers. There's not been there's been zero job growth among native-born Americans, and that tells you exactly how the elites view the American working class here today. Is they are totally irrelevant. And when you talk about Trump going to East Palestine, I think it's. Uh, it's symbolic of the fact that every issue this cycle, every issue is working in Trump's favor. Whereas I think in 2020, obviously the vax was not working in his favor. The the uh, COVID was not working in his favor. There were a lot of things against him then. But, but this time around, whether it's the illegal criminal invasion we're seeing that's pitting the illegal criminal aliens against inner city, mostly black uh, residents, whether it's the Hamas-Israel divide, which Biden cannot win, no matter which side he comes down on that, it's going to hurt him. And, and so we're, we're seeing for the first time, I think maybe in 30 years, the issues align on our side as opposed to having to fight against many of these issues. You were the first, one of the very first guys I got to know back in the old days, 15 and 16, that, that understood the pattern recognition that would lead to the Trump train. What did you see back then that you knew that, because I think I could safely say, given your Patriots history of the U.S., you came at this as a fairly, a rock and roll version of a fairly traditional neoliberal, neocon conservative, limited government conservative. What was it in the pattern recognition back in the old days that you realized that, that Trump was actually tapping into forces that heretofore, or at least for over a century, had not really been put at the forefront of pol politics in this country. Well, you know, I came up through the Republican Party from the time of Nixon, and I unfortunately voted for, for Mitt Romney, thinking he was a better alternative than, than Obama. But when you look at how he lost and, and how he left behind so many working class, especially a lot of white working class, you, you start to have to say, uh, what does the Republican Party have to do to attract these people, and why are we wrong? Not not just what do we have to do to get votes. The the bigger question is, are we wrong? And the answer was yes, we were. We we were in such a free trade mode since Ronald Reagan. And I think his intentions were good, but we we're in such a free tra trade mode since then that we forgot about Americans. And so what I see happening now, and, and I saw this in Ohio when I was teaching at the University of Dayton, saw it in Pennsylvania, which is why I knew Trump would win Ohio. I was pretty sure he would win either Pennsylvania or Michigan because of these trends. And what I see now is here he is the other day going to Washington to talk to who? 
the uh, United uh, uh, the Teamsters Union, and he's already been up to talk to the United Auto Workers, and he is appealing. E- even one of the heads of the UAW said, "Well, we endorse Biden, but we know the majority of our members will be voting for President Trump." And, and so you see these trends uh, occurring, and that's why someone like Nikki Haley uh, could not. She would lose 15 million hardcore Trump voters who will only come out for President Trump. Now, they may vote down ticket with some other Republicans, but if he's not at the top of the ticket, they will just stay home. And that's what I saw in 16 as well. Well, in 15, I want to make sure the 15 and, and some of it is just his personality. They are they gravitate to him as a person. But there are many of those that believe in his policies and what he stands for, and they're never going to vote. I keep telling this, Larry, to people who come to me. I say, you're missing it. Whereas the Sands, they are populist nationalists, and they're going to vote for populist nationalist candidates. If you roll out anybody, no matter if somebody tries to pretend to be Trump light, they're not going to vote for it because they are populist, and they, and they believe in his policies, not just the man, Right. And this makes yep. it very powerful. And Nikki, and you can see the donors, they refuse to accept that head. Josh Green on yesterday from Bloomberg, who's written the book on the rise of the populist right. Now he's just written a book on the rise of the populist left. And he says, when he talks to mainstream media reporters, they still don't get it. When he's interviewed for his book, he says they still refuse to accept it. Your, your thoughts on that? Well, let me give your viewers two other books. I hate to promote somebody else's book, but these two were postmortems after the 16 election. And, and one was called Bellwether Blues by John uh, Jekowitz. And um, he looked at Ohio counties that had previously gone for Obama, and he went and interviewed all these voters. Oh, why did you change your vote to Trump? And an even uh, stronger book, because it covers more territories, called The Great Revolt by Selena Zito, who is probably the only national reporter who picked up Trump getting all of these populist votes in Pennsylvania in 2016. And and they all tell you the same thing. It's what Rich Barris picks up in his polling, uh, which is that they trust Trump will address their issues concerns, their loss of jobs, the, the fentanyl that's coming into the cities, the fact that, that people value them, not some foreign uh, suppliers in China or whatnot. And and if you're absolutely right. They, these elites just don't get it, and they don't want to get it. And certainly the donors don't want to hear this. I don't know if they're stupid or if they are just hard-headed, but they absolutely don't want to get it. And that's why Ken Griffin's going flitting around like a fly from uh, DeSantos to Haley. Uh, where do people get the book right now? I've got many more questions, particularly you say the rise and fall want to make sure it's not the rise, fall, and rise, but we'll do that another time. I want to make sure people go to your site, and I want them to order this book because I'm so proud of this. Well, we got it on pre-order right now from Amazon.com, and um, as of February 20th, we'll get it up on the wildworldofhistory.com. I will make it possible uh, for people who want an autographed copy to order it through wildworldofhistory.com, and uh, we can find a way to have it delivered to me. I'll sign it and send it on to you. But but make sure you get this. It's a lesson of hope. And, and Steve, one of the biggest things right now that I'm concerned with is that the defeatism I see among some people on our side that uh, they're going to steal it again. Uh, we can't win. Oh, the forces are against us. Oh, this or that. And, and it's just the Eeyore McClellan mentality 
uh, that we have. It's a spiritual yeah. problem. It's a, it's a spiritual oppression that we've got to purge from our side of the party because uh, we got the power to quote the old uh, aerobic song. We got the power. The uh, one of the great historians of our time, Dr. Larry Swikert, the um, Patriots History of the United States. Now his latest volume, The Patriots History of Globalism. It's rise and its fall. Brother, thank you so much for joining us here in the world. Really appreciate it. Birchgold.com, the end of the dollar empire. All part of it, totally free. Get all four installments, including the third, the debt trap. You need that to man the ramparts. And manning the ramparts, we are doing here in the war room. Short commercial break. Back in a moment. True or false, using your tax refund to pay off credit card debt is a smart thing. Actually, that's false. Donewithdebt.com published a brilliant strategy designed to let you keep your hard-earned tax refund and reduce or eliminate credit card debt. Most Americans owe thousands in credit card debt. In fact, Daily Mail's got a story that 56 million Americans carry credit card debt, and that debt will take years to pay off, if you pay it off at all. Done with Debt found that filing bankruptcy is usually not the answer. And taking out loans to pay off credit cards usually increases the debt. When you engage Done with Debt, their legal experts and skilled negotiators take on the credit card companies for you. Their winning strategies are designed with one goal. Solve your debt situation quickly and permanently. First things first. Chat with a Done with Debt strategist and explore your solutions. Some debt-fighting strategies are time-sensitive, so you'll need to move quickly. For a free consultation, visit donewithdebt.com. That's donewithdebt.com. Do it today. Take action. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Um... I guess we're not going to bring the show back. I guess we're not going to bring the show back with a uh, with our normal. Okay, we got it. Uh, we're going to go to, back to East Palestine in one second. Um, okay, hang on a second. We got it. We'll go back to East Palestine in a second. I wanted to say about the um, situation that's going to happen this weekend. The globalization effort, right, it may be in its fall, but it's, I got to tell you, it's still very powerful on Capitol Hill. It's still very powerful in, um, in um, you know, in, in corporate America. What we're doing here is we're fighting this every day. Uh, you're going to see this weekend as, the, um, as the, uh, the text for the amnesty bill gets released, as the text for the amnesty bill gets released, um, you're going to see exactly what they think of you as citizens. The priority is going to go to the illegal alien invaders. The priority is going to go for the um, the priority is going to go to underwrite the invasion of our country to codify it. You're going to see this in excruciating terms. Not one penny in any of this, and it's going to be hundreds of billions, not trillions of dollars underwrite. They're going to say at the beginning, well, we're putting 14 billion dollars in for um, 14 billion dollars in for processing at the border, not one penny for the border wall, not one penny for the border wall. That's pure politics. They can't give President Trump any victory here. It's also up in the face of MAGA. East Palestine and the border are exactly connected. East Palestine and the border of Ukraine are directly connected. East Palestine, Ohio, and the border of Jordan and Syria. 
where those brave American uh, troops were killed are totally directed. Let's go to, we got Ben Burkwam relocated. I, I want to make a statement, Ben, we first start. Uh, you're going to spend some additional time with Lonnie. Uh, we're going to figure out, I know the Warren yeah. Posse wants to be of some assistance. So um, take it away. You're, you're at the roadhouse. Let's, I want to get as many citizens as possible. We're also going to stay throughout the day with Ben, take other interviews. We're going to share those on Monday, too, in and out of the, of the regular shows. Ben, take it from the roadhouse and let it rip. Yeah, and as you mentioned, man, that's uh, Lonnie's story is not unique. Uh, that's all over the community here. We're back at the original roadhouse here. Uh, I'm with Ashley McCollum. Uh, she's been, you tell, just tell us your story. It's been a year. Tell us your story. Yeah, so whenever the derailment happened, um, we were at home. It was me and my son, and we had a great day, played all day with the kids, and he was getting ready to fall asleep. The first thing we heard was a siren go by. I was like, okay, that's a little bit weird because we don't really have anything big happen here. The next one went by. We both jumped up and looked out the front door. We didn't see anything. We looked out our back door, and it looked like the entire town was on fire. And I, my son immediately started panicking. And just like how you see in the movies, I got down to him on his level, and I said, honey, it's okay. Grab what you want to grab. I'm going to grab the animals, and we're going we're gonna to leave. I called my mom and I tried to move my vehicles up front and grab my animals. Um, he was still panicking. So my mom got there and then I heard that it was a derailment. And I started looking around I'm like people need to evacuate. I started telling people to leave and they said, we're not being evacuated. So a man started running up the road screaming, evacuate, evacuate. And by that point, I was kind of like in shock. Like I was just standing there staring at it. I was in shock. and. The neighbor was outside across the street, and you know I see them in passing. But I said, "Please take my phone number. If my house catches on fire, please let me know. Please let me know if anything bad happens." And I looked at it, and I thought that was the last time I was ever going to see my house again. So we, sorry, <laughs> we left and we went and stayed with my mom, and watched everything on the news. I remember we couldn't sleep. My son was having nightmares. Um, so we were in PA for that majority. We had other family members come there and stay so they could be safe. Um, I heard about the uh, controlled explosion for what they called it. Watched that on the TV, and I just kept thinking, my house is going to be gone. My house is going to be gone. And it's really sad to say now with everyone that was evacuated, it would have been better because things would have been taken care of. I wouldn't be in this position where I'm worried to sell my house to someone. If I don't trust taking my family in that house, how would I trust having someone else live there? Because something I'm trying to avoid, another family's going to go into. Like, it is such a mental and emotional pull every day thinking, you know, what do I do? And I left my mom's. We went to a hotel. We went to another hotel. Then finally, we stayed at this hotel. So we have been there for, we've been relocated for exactly a year. I haven't been in my home to live I've been there. When I do go there, I get sick, um, burning eyes, rashes, um, ear pain, um, excessive bowel movements, stomach cramping, um, neurological issues where my hand just starts twitching out of nowhere. Um, my boyfriend was trying to get his house together, and he would go to my house and try to take care of things. Well, after he went three days in a row... He had bloody bowel movements three days in a row and was vomiting blood. And when you go there, the symptoms are there. When you leave, they go away. 
So now he's afraid to go back into town, but he has to get his house ready to sell. He's trying to do stuff on my house. Like, we're, we're kind of stuck, and he lost his job because of all of these medical issues. So now we can't even rent a place. No one will rent us anything without income. No one will give us a mortgage unless he gets approved for a job. Like, it is, we're here now, and it's like we're back to the start. And you're, and you're now Norfolk Southern, the year anniversary we're here, and they're cutting off the relocation funding? Yeah. So um, February 9th is when the relocation is cut off. I extended the hotel stay a little bit longer. Um, I did that personally because we still don't know where we're going to go. And I don't want to subject my son to going back to that house. I don't want to get sick. I mean, everyone's getting sick that has went back. There's a woman and her husband that were at the hotel the whole duration, too. And they went back home, and they're getting sick constantly. They have an air purifier. It's always red. Like, they, if given the opportunity, they would be relocated again. Or if they were given the opportunity, they would sell their home. They said, this is terrible. No one should be here. They hear stories from people that have the same view or even people moving into town. They're like, I didn't know it was this bad. Do you trust anything coming out of the EPA? And what do you think about Joe Biden showing up now a year later? Um, the EPA is kind of picking and choosing what they say, how they say it. Um, I, I've had conversations with them numerous times. They've went into my home. I mean, Mark Durno came into my house and we opened a cupboard and all of a sudden the left half of my body went numb and tingling. Um, my lips were tingling. I couldn't feel anything on that side. I felt confused. And I said, you know, this is going on. He's like, well, I don't feel anything. Didn't direct me to seek medical attention, nothing. So, I mean, <laughs> there's no trust. There's nothing being done for human life. And with Biden, it's kind of like whenever you make a dinner and you invite someone over and they're like, oh, now I'm not coming. And they do it again and again and again. It feels like we're kind of deflated on it. He can even say something to help us from where he's at and nothing's being done. I mean, this is, this should be a human situation to handle. Like if someone is in need of help, you should just help them. It doesn't matter what political party, it doesn't matter any of that. All of these people are suffering, crying out, asking for help and nothing's going on. Like come in and see what we're going through and give us the next step. Thank you, Ashley. Uh, I, Lonnie, Steve, uh, I want to go, what, I know you didn't want to be on camera very much, but Lonnie, what do you think about Joe Biden showing up today? Uh, my name's Audrey. Oh, I, um, I'm not happy with how long he waited. This is just these poor people. I came over from Evan City, and it's just crazy here. Thank you, Audrey. Steve? Ben, give us your assessment. We're, ben is going to be there throughout the day getting more interviews, seeing more people. We've got factories to go to, couples that are entrepreneurs that have virtually been put out of business. Uh, and, Ben, we're going to play some of those and have you back on, on on Monday. But give me your assessment. And here's what I want you to compare and contrast. Got a couple minutes left. You've spent more time at the border seeing the processing of the illegal alien invaders, and you spend a ton of time in East Palestine, Ohio. Compare and contrast how the invaders are treated versus American citizens. Uh, it's, it's black and white, Steve. The uh, illegal invaders coming across our border that have no right to be here are the red carpets rolled out for them. They're being brought in. They're being shipped anywhere they want to go. They're being given cash cards. They're being given everything that they want at your expense. And you have this community, and you heard Lonnie, and you heard Ashley, 
And there's countless other stories. And, and as you mentioned, we're going to stay up with Lonnie. I'm going to get the rest of her information if you guys want to help Ashley as well. Uh, this is, it is a disgrace that this is happening in America, the greatest country in the history of the world. And we have leaders in Washington, D.C. that care more about people invading our country, inviting those people in, than they care about our own citizens. It's an absolute disgrace. Ben, I want to get, give your I want to give all the social media and Real America's Voice. I really want to thank Rob Sig and Parker Sig and the senior management at Real America's Voice for making this happen. Where do people go throughout the day to find your content? Uh, America'sVoice.news at Ben Burkwam on all social media, and then I'll be posting some of the articles on FrontlineAmerica.com as well. And again, I'll be getting all of Lonnie's information for you, Steve, and for the War Room Posse and Ashley's as well. Thank you. I know people want to want to figure out what they can do. So thank you. And thank the citizens of East Palestine. Look forward to putting this content up, having you back on Monday to go in and out. The empirical evidence, folks, is going to be this weekend. You saw the agony right there. What has their crime been? What's the crime of the people of East Palestine? They're American citizens and they come from a MAGA part of the country. Right? Let's let's call it like it is. You're going to see this weekend when the text is, uh, and, and, and don't take it from me, you'll have other commentators out there breaking it apart. We'll also break it down, uh, if not over the weekend on a live stream, we'll break it down on Monday. But you're going to see the empirical evidence of what the establishment thinks of you when this amnesty bill comes out, the text of it. Uh, I had a long conversation with Cleta Mitchell yesterday, one of the great uh, uh, lawyers about voter integrity, and she said she actually had a conversation with Langford to bring up the fact that the text as she's already seen it or has been told to her does not have enough hard provisions in to make sure these people can't possibly vote. If they're going to be in here, if they can't possibly vote until we deport them, because remember, there's no deportation in this bill. His response was, that's too late in the game. They've negotiated this too much, and the Democrats will never agree to it. This is when you hear the word bipartisan. Remember, whether it's from Smith on the Ways and Means Committee about this outrageous welfare expansion tax bill that he's done, or it's from Langford, another Republican. They talk about bipartisan, bipartisan. That's all the media is going to talk about, bipartisan, bipartisan. It's always them taking and you giving. There's no provisions in there to protect you as American citizens. There's no provisions in there to protect this country. It's all take, take, take. Chart up on Getter. Virtually every job since 2008 it has been created in this country has gone to a foreign-born individual. But all of the jobs, I think some 2019, all the jobs have gone to foreign-born individuals. They think you're a problem. It's not that generations of you being here and being the backbone you heard uh, Lonnie, her father fought in Vietnam. It's not about the people that built this country. It's not about the people that maintain this country. It's not about Burke's little platoons that provide the social infrastructure that make, makes America, America. You're an impediment. You're a problem. And what they want to do is take you out with the morning trash and infuse more people in here will be more docile. Remember, the folks come across the border, it's got full attitude. They're not sending their best. And this nation right now is looking at an unprecedented, unprecedented invasion where we have 
East Palestine, but there are hundreds, if not thousands, of East Palestine throughout this country. And why are they not being addressed? Because they're working class Americans, that's why. American citizens, short commercial break, back in a moment. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the... Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers, and you don't. You'll pay up, plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit TaxNetworkUSA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Um, one thing we can do is try to help you protect what you've got and make sure you're not giving money to people that hate you. A couple of things, birchgold.com. I need you up to speed on the end of the dollar empire, particularly the dollar as the prime reserve currency. Why is that? That's so many of the fights we're going to have. I actually believe on March 1st, you'll, you'll see Johnson actually dig down for no more CRs. I'm just throwing it out there. That's my thoughts. I think that's the hill that he will try. That, that's the proverbial hill he'll die on. Understanding with all these other fiascos, he's got to take a hard line there. In the interim, I think you're going to see him break out the Ukraine and even the Israel piece of this. Uh, right now, you've heard one of President Trump's former national security advisors talk about they just need an arms and weapons part of, uh, of Ukraine, which they'll argue goes back to Huntsville, Alabama. So you're going to make a ton of money for American workers. Uh, this tax thing, this tax bill for child tax credit is $1.5 trillion additional to the deficit. So my point is you are uh, the protagonist here and you're having a tremendous impact. Everybody on Capitol Hill talks about it. The big fights we've got, and we've got big fights really going to kick off over the weekend and on Monday. The tax, The text of the amnesty bill will be out. Your head will be blowing up. We'll go into detail on that on Monday. Um, also, all the spending still there. That's what you have to understand. Macroeconomics, you guys are getting pretty up to speed. We're providing uh, free um, uh, 
content from Birchgold. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon right now. End of the dollar empire. Installment three, I've redone to put in new numbers about the debt uh, the debt trap. Remember, we just did that in the debt ceiling giveaway by McCarthy back in April, back in May and June. We've had to update them already. Um, also, this this their issues. This IRS, these twenty thousand new agents, they're not there to go after the millionaires. That that's a lie because the millionaires have tax lawyers. They're there to go after you. So go to uh, Tax Network uh, USA. Make sure you go to Tax Network right there. Put it up on the screen. Let's go get the eight hundred number. Get the go to the uh, go to the website. Um, this is these guys. When you get the letter from the IRS, do not return the call immediately, because if they've told you, you waive your rights uh, once you do it. Uh, but when, if you go, if you call these guys first, they'll give you free advice and they'll talk to you about your problem, including if you haven't filed in a couple of years. So make sure you go uh, to Tax Network USA and do it now. Uh, because they're there to protect you. Remember, if you get the letter, don't make the call right away because in the small print, you could end up waiving your rights to consultation. Text Network USA. Do it today. Mike Lindell, uh, tomorrow, I want to make sure people know about this controversy because I've been in Arizona talking to the folks there. We've been in Nevada talking to the folks there. There's all these controversies about the fair elections. People are up in arms. In Prescott last night, they were furious. It was their number one topic. Make sure they're not stolen again. Wisconsin, another battleground state. Biden has announced he's putting a quarter of a billion dollars into buys in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, Nevada, and Arizona. What's happening tomorrow with you, sir? Well, my old nemesis, uh, Robin Voss. I'm flying there at 1 o'clock uh, tomorrow. I will be doing a, about an hour and a half speech. Uh, we're we're uh, recalling Robin Voss. And I want to tell everybody, uh, Robin Voss and I go back about three years and uh, he, when he started the big investigation, by he hired uh, Pre, uh, Michael Gableman to do this investigation, and then he found all this fraud, and uh, Robin Voss shut down the investigation. Now he won't get rid of Megan Wolf. <laughs> but, Steve, I want to tell you, on, on 2022, the night of the election, uh, when Voss, we, we had a candidate up against him, Adam Steen, I believe, and Robin Voss... Uh, supposedly won again. He sent me a text message at 2.30 in the morning. He says, Mike, I beat you twice. I sent one back to him. I says, you stole it twice, you traitor. And then he said, but I'm going to, yeah, but I'm going to sleep really good tonight. I'm not on your blankety blank pillows. And uh, so Robin Voss, he not only, he not only uh, uh, is against uh, our country, what he's done for the Wisconsin and uh, the biggest blocker in this country, other than Brad Rassenberger in Georgia, I am. This one's. This one hits wow. home tomorrow in in Wisconsin. I'll tell you that. Okay, where's it going to be? What time? Because we're we're coming up against a hard out. Where where do people go? What time? You guys just go to lindellplan.com. All the details are there. Everybody, check it out. Lindellplan.com, and uh, we got the flyer there. You can check it all out. Uh, the times. I'm the I'm the only speaker, I believe. So we're we're gonna have a lot of fun. I'm gonna get with the crowd. They're getting petitions up. They, yeah, the doors open at one thirty. I guess. Uh, I guess it's 2 p.m. I start. Okay. So I'll be there early. Well, I'll be there early because I'm going to be there one. I'm going to take uh, it with the crowd. We've got to get this uh, petition done. And it looks like we'll have more than enough to get him recall, get him out of there. Okay. Okay. Uh, MyPillow.com, promo code Worm. We got all the sales there for that the Fox people are not going to get because they blocked you at Fox. 800 873 1062. You got free shipping. You got the flannel sheets. You got all of it. 
I want to spend a minute because we've got a heart out here on on your new endeavor, which is my store. This is the alternative uh, economy. Gonna, I, Stop giving your money to people that hate you. Right. I'm going to quick tell about my pillow, though. I want to add one more special today. Those flannel sheets, everybody, okay. that's the last of them. But we put on the Giza Dream bed sheets, we put them on sale. You know, they're usually $100 for the queen, $59.98, and $10 more for the king for the Giza Dream bed sheet. That's a one-day special, everybody. There's the flannel sheets. This is the my pillow one. But you guys, uh, we've we've launched now the new the new endeavor. Like Steve said, mystore.com. You guys, so we announced it yesterday. Thousands and thousands of products. You guys got to get there. USA entrepreneurs and their products. This has been three years in the making, and your same promo yeah. code War Room will work. There's the number, 800-873-1062. I'm in the building right now with the call center. I want to see the phones light up. Yeah. All my employees here, I came in to meet Let's with them. Let's light them up, folks. Okay, tomorrow yeah, we're going to live stream your thing. I'm just talking to Grace and Mo. We're going to live stream you from Wisconsin. So I have Mike Lindell on tomorrow on our Getter and our Rumble page. Mike Lindell, good luck tomorrow on the recall of Robin Voss. We've got to win Wisconsin. We need Warriors at the yes. top of it. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM, or go to uh, MyStore.com, promo code WARROOM. Make sure you get it. Stop giving your money to people that hate you. This is one of the reasons we're so proud to have Patriot Mobile, Glenn Story and the team, a great mobile service, a Christian company that gives part of its earnings back to the types of things you support, like Second Amendment, like life, like first responders, like veterans. Glenn's story and the team are there for you, just like Mike Lindell. Remember, this is an alternative economy. This is the whole reason Mike Lindell's doing uh, my store. This is why Glenn's story and Patriot Mobile. Go to Patriot Mobile today. You got the same quality service because you're using the big car- uh, carriers, but, but, but it's a Christian company with Christian values, your values, to support the Judeo-Christian West. We're going to leave with Holy War. We'll see you back here live at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday when you'll be in the war room. For war room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action.
60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.